Hi, this is Phil DeBella, and you're listening to Flashcast by PDB. Uh, today, again, special guest, Gigi Jana DeBella, www.janadebella.com, G-I-A-N-N-A-D-I-B-E-L-L-A.com. Jana's a regular guest on the show, and uh, keep bringing her back because she gets the most downloads, so why wouldn't I? Uh, we're going to do something a little bit different. She's hit me up and said, uh, it's time to turn the show around. Uh, you're the one normally asking the questions, but um, now it's going to be all on you. Uh, let me introduce Jana, and uh, she can explain what's about to happen over the next seven to eight minutes. Hi, everyone. What we're going to do is ask a series of rapid-fire questions to get in the mind of Phil Bella. So uh, normally it's me asking the questions, and again, in the spirit of things, this is all unscripted. I have not seen the questions, I assure you, uh, which you'll be able to tell by my answers. Uh, it's uh, in the spirit of conversations with PDP, and uh, this one comes from the request of my wife who said, it's time that we turn it on you and I get to ask you questions and let's see what comes of it. So enjoy the next seven minutes. Jana, fire away. Hey, if you could spend one hour with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Well, I got to spend more than one hour with Richard Branson, and I have to say it was um, it was powerful. It changed a lot of my mindset when it came to business and success. Uh, so that was great, but let's park that. I would love to sit down with Muhammad Ali. I would love to um, get into the mindset of Muhammad Ali and understand, because I believe that uh, a lot of his circus theatrics had a, um, a deeper, meaningful uh, cause. Um, as we know, he went on to do amazing things and was an amazing human in many ways, um, and of course, I love boxing, but the spirit of boxing, it's a tough sport. It requires a lot of strong mindset, but I, uh, I think he's a lot more than a boxer. I think he's one of the world's best strategists. And he's a masterful intender too. Uh, so next question, what is the best advice or insight you've ever received? Well, this one over to you, my dear. Um, many years ago, somebody said to me when I was working in a place that I absolutely hated um, and uh, was getting job offers left, right and centre, and a smart woman who sits uh, next to me right now said, don't sell your skill. Um, and I'm not just hamming it up because those of you that have heard interviews uh, from me and read articles, I've always referred back to Jana. The best um, advice I got was don't sell your skill. Um, you know, what's the worst possible thing that can happen right now if you went off and did it on your own? And that was referring to Debella. So rather than going to work for somebody else, Jana pointed out to me and said, what's the worst possible thing that can happen right now if you were to go and set your own? Don't sell your skill to somebody else. Go and be the best you can be. Yes, I gave you that piece of advice, but you made it happen. So well done to you. Uh, next question. How do you get people to march to the beat of your drum? Because I've seen you walk into businesses and take a very disintegrated team and make them all very cohesive and make them work in synergy. Ah, good question. Um, to me, the first thing that comes to mind is care. I genuinely care for people. I have um, an utmost respect for people. It was something that was instilled with me as I was growing up from my parents and shaped my values and beliefs that you're nothing without the people around you. So always surround yourself with people that are smarter and better than you is something my dad always said. Um, I absolutely adore and love working with people. I wouldn't say I'm exactly an extrovert. I'm an extrovert. Uh, and here's something that most people wouldn't know about me. I'm an extrovert when it comes to people I know and friends and family, but I'm very introverted in new company. Um, but I do respect and value people. Um, and what I respect most is about care. I um, read in a powerful book by, um, called The Go-Giver, 
and it and it really did cement my values, but it also instilled a further appreciation of being in service to people um, and giving. And and when we're in the state of giving, that we actually find that we're receiving. So I find that um, getting people to the march of the beat of my drum revolves around valuing people by showing care, but it also revolves around painting a very very clear vision of where you want to be. Um, identifying where you are and what the destination looks like, but understanding that it's a journey and that you need to be there through good, through bad, um, to lead in terms of um, the journey. So um, I think that's what works for me in getting people to march to the beat of my drum. And I've seen you do it many times. You talk about a lot about communication being the greatest denominator of failure. What would be your three tips to being a great communicator that you haven't shared before? Yeah, you know the questions to ask, right? Um, one is pause. It's something I never did really well in the beginning was I never paused. Um, I, my brain works very, very quickly and people that know me will see and they'll look at my eyes and while they're talking, my, my, my brain's actually visualising eight screens and dropping it down to six and then dropping it down to four until I spit out an answer. And um, my biggest my biggest fault was that I probably, my brain was moving too quick. So as they say, your strength becomes your weakness. And in this case... Um, being able to process information so quickly meant that I actually wasn't truly listening to the question. I wasn't listening to the underlying ramifications or the underlying reverberations of what the question actually meant. So the number one tip to me is pause. Always pause and reflect. The number two is what are people saying when they're really not saying something? You know, we talk about, you know, Simon Sinek is still one of the best videos about the why, the what and the how. I think that's prevalent when people are communicating. They're talking about the what and the how, but they don't understand the why. I think a great um, listener and great communicator has the ability to identify what the why is. That would be tip number two. And then number three is, again, comes back to making people feel valued making them feel that you've, they've been listened to, that they've been understood, and that they then get an authentic answer. And that, to me, would make up number three about value, is being listened to, being understood, and then having an authentic answer given back to them, to me, would make up the concept of value. That would be my top three. What would you say was your greatest achievement? Oh, hands down, my greatest achievement is our children, you know, 11 and 9. Um, they say when you have children that you've got to be an amazing parent and that you've got to be an amazing teacher. Um, and as you've often said, um, they actually become our best teacher. Um, my biggest achievement would be our children. They taught me patience. They taught me kindness. They taught me um, the concept of leadership. They taught me the concept of care. But most importantly, they've, un- they've, they've taught me the concept of gratitude, um, to take every day as it comes and be grateful for for everything that we have. Um, you know, our greatest asset in life is health and um, some of the great stuff we've done with our children, like take them through the wards of the Royal Children's Hospital um, and seeing other people's positions. Um, I'm so grateful that, A, that they're healthy, but I'm so grateful the fact that they're just good little humans. Um, and they have taught me so much about responsible leadership. They've taught me so much about caring for people and they've taught me so much about communication. Because if you can communicate with people that are 11 and 9, and obviously when they're a lot younger, then there is no reason why you can't communicate to people that are a lot older. What's your most uh, disappointment so far? Uh, Most disappointment so far would probably be society as a whole. 
um, right now in terms of when it comes to things like politics and, and um, you know, to issues that revolve around social media. So social media would be my biggest disappointment um, right now because whilst it's a technological advancement, it's also become a hindrance. It's allowed everybody to think they have, a, they have the right to an opinion, that they think they have a right to voice that opinion. They think that they have a right that everyone should listen to that opinion. Um, and it's all because of how easy it is to actually make an opinion. Um, what they don't realise is that some of the statements and comments that they actually make that are unfounded, unthoughtful, um, that are throwaway lines that normally wouldn't get aired, do get aired and people do listen to them. And it has devastating effects. And to narrow it down as an example would be the youth of today that go and commit suicide because of bullying on social media. I mean, that is something that just never fundamentally occurred um, years ago. Nobody um, would go and commit suicide based on comments that they heard on social media because social media didn't exist. And it all comes back to people just not filtering and being careful about the message of what they send and the impact that that could have. That would probably be my biggest disappointment um, is that people think that they have a tool now to air their opinions and thoughts and just go on about using it without getting it thought about the ramifications. So the poem, The Dash, uh, invites us to think about what we want people to think about us after we die. What do you want people to be saying at your funeral? Yeah, something that I always say is that when I get up, I wanna, I'm not going to want to be the most liked person in the world and I won't be. But the one thing that I want people to say is that his intentions were always good. He was one of the most authentic people we'd ever met. And most importantly, he cared about me and wanted me to accelerate my potential. And that to me is the greatest gift of life moving forward is the ability to accelerate people's potential. Um, that's how I want to be remembered. Not the most um, loved and admired person in the world, but definitely having a big impact. Jana, sorry to cut you off, but in the spirit of 10 minutes, uh, thank you for interviewing me. It's been amazing. And of course, love you dearly. Be the best you can be. Until next time, you've been listening to Philip and Jana DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. PDB.